Welcome to Making the Most of Time with me, Elliot Apple. I'm a financial planner and caregiver. To give you a little background, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer when I was 25. Our world was changed instantly, and it's been a constant state of change ever since. Since then, I've been learning about the intersection of money, health, and loss, personally and professionally. This is a place to explore money, loss, and grief. It's about making the most of time, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. There are no taboo topics, no question is off limits. These conversations are for people like you, people who are about to lose a significant other, widows, caregivers, and anybody affected by a major health event. I'm glad you're here. So with that, let's start making the most of time. We're talking about one of my favorite topics today, and I feel like I have a lot of those in personal finance, but this one in particular, because a lot of people ignore this or just don't ever really think about it. So today we're talking about umbrella insurance. Umbrella insurance is one of the least talked about insurances, which is highly problematic. Umbrella insurance is an important risk management tool, particularly for people who have wealth, income, or future income potential. Plus, it's cheap relative to most other types of insurance. I'm always amazed at the number of people who forego umbrella insurance or have low limits of umbrella insurance coverage when it could potentially protect your financial future from our lawsuit-happy society. Whether you already have umbrella insurance or decided not to buy it, this podcast is for you. It will help you better understand why umbrella insurance is important, what it covers, and what it doesn't cover. It will also help answer the question of, do I need umbrella insurance? Help you decide how much umbrella insurance to purchase and give you an idea of how much you may pay. So what is umbrella insurance? Umbrella insurance is additional insurance that provides extra protection on top of your other policies, such as auto, home, and watercraft insurance. Auto, home, and watercraft insurance have certain limits and how much will be covered, and umbrella insurance provides extra insurance beyond those limits. Said another way, when those limits are exhausted, Umbrella insurance could cover claims in excess of those limits. It can provide extra coverage for lawsuits, injuries, and property damage. For example, if you are in an auto accident where you are at fault and you are sued, an umbrella insurance policy could help pay for an attorney to defend you and pay for liability claims if your auto insurance limit is reached. Or, if a guest is over at your house, falls, and sues you for medical bills and lost wages above your homeowner's liability limit, an umbrella insurance could help cover the bills, lost wages, and attorney fees to defend the lawsuit. Umbrella insurance is what could pay out when your other limits are exhausted, and it can pay for attorneys to defend you. Now, you may be wondering, why is umbrella insurance important? Umbrella insurance is important because many homeowners, auto, and watercraft insurances only provide limits up to a certain amount, often $500,000. Plus, we live in a litigious society. How many times have you heard a ridiculous lawsuit and rolled your eyes? I know I have plenty of times, yet someone is paying for at least one attorney to defend them from those claims. Even if it is a reasonable lawsuit, there are situations where $500,000 is not going to be enough to cover a claim. For example, if you cause an accident that damages multiple cars and injures multiple people, $500,000 may be nowhere near close to enough. Imagine hitting a few higher-end vehicles and injuring a few people who make hundreds of thousands of dollars per year or millions of dollars per year. Depending on the price of the vehicles, you may exhaust your property damage quickly. If those individuals are out of work for more than a year, 500000 likely isn't going to be enough protection. Umbrella insurance sits on top of your other policies to provide another layer of protection. For instance, 
If you had personal liability coverage of $500,000 and a $2 million umbrella insurance policy, your $500,000 of personal liability coverage would be used first and then up to $2 million of additional coverage. This means you would have a total of $2.5 million of personal liability coverage. It's low odds you'll ever need to use the coverage, but if you do, it could mean the difference between starting over financially and keeping your same lifestyle. So what does umbrella insurance usually not cover? It doesn't cover everything. It picks up where your other limits leave off, which means if your auto, homeowners, or watercraft coverage don't include coverage for something, your umbrella insurance likely won't either. As with anything, read the fine print and ask your insurance agent lots of questions to understand what it will and won't cover. Commonly, it won't cover these types of activities. Business activities, serving on a board, intentional acts, criminal acts, your injuries, damage to your personal property, and other exclusions in your policy. For example, injuries or property damage caused by certain dog breeds, certain vehicles, certain activities, etc. Umbrella coverage usually does not cover business activities. For example, if a client visits you at your home for business purposes, falls, and has to go to the hospital for serious injuries, your umbrella insurance and likely your homeowner's insurance is not going to cover it. You usually need specific business insurance coverage. Any intentional or criminal acts to cause damage are usually not covered. For example, if you get angry and punch your grandkid's soccer coach, the umbrella insurance probably isn't going to help cover your lawsuits or injuries. Umbrella insurance also doesn't protect your personal property. If your prized artwork at home is damaged, your homeowner's insurance, and usually a specific rider on your policy is needed, is likely going to provide coverage, not your umbrella insurance. Something that commonly comes up is that umbrella insurance usually does not cover you serving on the board of a company, condo association, or nonprofit. Usually, you need to add an endorsement or obtain director's and officer's coverage. You also need to be aware of other exclusions in your policy. For example, certain dog breeds may be excluded from an umbrella insurance policy. If you own a dog breed specifically excluded in the policy and it bites someone, you may not have protection. Again, read the fine print, ask your agent lots of questions. You don't want any surprises about what will be covered. Now, you may be wondering, do I need umbrella insurance? Do I really need umbrella insurance? If only we all knew with certainty. Do any of us really need auto, homeowners, or watercraft insurance? If we never have an auto accident and it wasn't legally required in many states, one could argue auto insurance was never needed. The same goes for homeowners insurance. If nobody is ever injured at your house, it never burns down and nothing ever goes wrong, one could also argue homeowner's insurance was never needed. It's the same for watercraft insurance. Unfortunately, that's not how life or insurance works. Insurance exists to help protect you from low probability, high loss events, such as your home burning down. Statistically speaking, the odds of needing to use umbrella insurance is low, but if you need it, you often really need it. I can't say for certain whether you need umbrella insurance, but if you have high income, expect to have high income in the future, or have significant assets, those are good reasons to own an umbrella insurance policy. Let's look at an example of why umbrella insurance is important. Think about it for a moment from the perspective of a personal injury attorney. Let's just say you hit someone with your car and they hire a personal injury attorney to sue you. The attorney finds out you live in a nice neighborhood in an expensive home. They also find out you worked as an executive at a company for a number of years. They drive by your house and see expensive cars in your driveway. Cha-ching! The personal injury attorney is excited about suing you now. They know, or at least believe, you have assets that could be won in a lawsuit. 
If you don't have a nice home, good income, expensive cars, or other things, the personal injury attorney may not take the case. You can sue, but if there are no assets or income to win, there's really no point for the personal injury attorney to take the case. Now, one of the common mistakes in deciding whether to get umbrella insurance that I see is only looking at someone's net worth. I've heard many people recommend getting umbrella insurance equal to one's net worth. However, I think this is a mistake. Let's look at an example. Let's say your grandkid is a doctor who is in their residency making around $60,000 a year and has a negative net worth because of student loans. Conventional wisdom would say not to have an umbrella insurance policy. They don't have a net worth, they're not earning a ton of money relative to what they could be in the future, but doctors have high income potential. Let's say your grandkid wants to go into anesthesiology and plans to make $500,000 a year in a few years. Let's go back to the personal injury attorney example. After doing some digging, after your grandkid injures someone in a car accident, the personal injury attorney finds out your grandkid's specialty. It's listed online. And they know anesthesiologists make a high income. They may not have sued because of the negative net worth, but the earning potential is extremely lucrative, even if they're not making it yet. They decide to sue, and 25% of their wages end up being garnished until the personal injury settlement is paid. That's why it's important to take into account current income, future earning potential, and net worth when deciding to get umbrella insurance. Because even if you don't have a high net worth today, if you have earning potential down the line, that could still be attractive for a personal injury attorney to go after. Below are a few scenarios where it could make sense to have an umbrella insurance policy. If you own a home, a rental property, have high income or expect to in the future, have savings and assets, are worried about lawsuits, have kids, own a dog, have a trampoline, pool, or other high-risk structure or activity uh, on your property, whether you entertain people in your home, you have more publicly available information about yourself, or you participate in activities that are more likely to injure others, such as skiing, surfing, or hunting. If you're listening to this, there's a good chance you'd benefit from having an umbrella insurance policy. It's cheap and can provide extra peace of mind. Now, the next question probably is, how much umbrella insurance do I need? As you may have suspected, it's not a straightforward answer. So the common rule of thumb that I talked about earlier is something equal to your net worth. So if you had a net worth of $2 million, you would get a $2 million umbrella insurance policy. Although it's not a terrible way to approach the decision, and I understand why common rules of thumb exist, you saw earlier how that can be problematic for people with a low net worth today, but who have high future earning potential. It's also problematic because people can still sue you for more than your net worth. For example, if a child were hit in an auto accident and become a quadriplegic, they're likely going to require very expensive care for the rest of their life. They may be less willing to settle a case than other types of injuries because they're going to need more financial support for longer. How much umbrella insurance you need comes down to how much you're willing to risk. And the amounts that you can purchase usually come in amounts of a million dollars. So they often start at a million dollars. Um, and some will go up to $5 million, with others going up to $10 million. Some of the higher-end carriers will offer umbrella insurance amounts above $10 million, but most don't go above it. And since umbrella insurance coverage is relatively inexpensive compared to the coverage available, I usually err on the conservative side and go for higher amounts. For example, if someone had a high net worth of a $1 million and was retired, I would look at the cost difference between a $5 million umbrella insurance policy and a $10 million policy. Usually, I find that the $10 million umbrella insurance policy isn't that much more expensive, and it just provides that much more peace of mind. Now, you may be wondering, why are higher amounts of umbrella insurance, why why can they be helpful? And 
The way that I see this is the more coverage you can put between your assets and someone suing you, the less likely someone will be able to reach your assets. For example, if you have a $5 million policy and a personal injury attorney thinks you might have $3 million in assets, they may be more interested in settling with the insurance company for an amount less than $5 million if it can avoid a long, drawn-out court battle. Personal injury attorneys usually go after the easier money. Another aspect to keep in mind is that an umbrella insurance policy means you have attorneys fighting on behalf of the insurance company to help prevent a large payout. For example, if you have a $5 million umbrella insurance policy, those attorneys are going to work incredibly hard to prevent someone from successfully suing for $5 million, let alone amounts above that. Knowing an attorney provided by the insurance company is going to defend a lawsuit may be enough of a reason to get umbrella insurance coverage. Attorney fees are not cheap. Something to be aware of is that some insurance carriers use your umbrella insurance limits to hire and pay an attorney to defend you, while others pay attorney fees outside of your limits. This is really important to be aware of because if your attorney fees are deducted from your umbrella insurance limits, you may have less than you think. For instance, if your attorney fees amount to $200,000 and you have a $1 million umbrella insurance policy, you only have $800,000 worth of coverage left. For most people, the peace of mind offered by having a little extra umbrella insurance can outweigh the incremental cost. And how much does umbrella insurance cost? It's relatively inexpensive because the odds of using it are low. Again, it's normally sold in increments of a million dollars, and the first million is usually the most expensive, and then each incremental one million dollars is normally cheaper. For example, the first million might cost $150 to $350 a year, and then each additional million of coverage might be $75 to $150 a year. So if you're looking at a million dollars, again, that's somewhere between $150 and $350. If you're looking at $2 million of coverage, that might be $225 to $500. $3 million, $300 to $650. $4 million, $375 to $800. $5 million, $450 to $950. And then $10 million, maybe $825 to $1,700. Again, a lot of this is going to vary depending on the state, risk factors, and a bunch of other variables. For example, if you have a pool, multiple teenage drivers, and a dog, your cost will likely be more than someone with a, out a pool, without kids, and without a dog. You should ask your insurance agent for a quote to determine what it would actually cost you. Normally, you purchase an umbrella insurance policy from the same insurance carrier as your auto and homeowner's policy. But if you can't get one from them, you could consider a standalone policy. The key, whichever route you go, is to make sure your underlying limits are high enough in coordination with your umbrella policy. Most insurance carriers will only offer an umbrella policy if you have a certain amount of underlying coverage on your home, auto, or watercraft policy. Keep in mind, umbrella insurance is very inexpensive relative to the coverage it provides. For a few hundred dollars per year, you could add millions of dollars of extra coverage. Final thoughts and a question for you. Umbrella insurance can be a key coverage for financial peace of mind. Although many people don't have it, consider what would happen if you got in an accident tomorrow and injured someone. Would your existing coverage be enough? What would it feel like if you needed to hire an attorney to defend you from a lawsuit? What would happen if you faced a personal injury settlement for millions of dollars? Umbrella insurance can help in a variety of situations and isn't expensive. For a few hundred dollars per year, you could add extra protection and potentially sleep better knowing everything you have worked for is better protected. I'll leave you with one question to act on. Will you change the amount of umbrella insurance coverage you have? Elliot Apple is an investment advisor representative of Kindness Financial Planning, LLC. 
However, in hosting this podcast, Elliot is not acting as an investment advisor representative individually or on behalf of Kindness Financial Planning. The information and opinions in this podcast are for general, informational, and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment, financial, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date of publication, and such opinions are subject to change. No representation is made as to the completeness or accuracy of the information presented. Any past performance referenced is historical and no guarantee of future results. All indices referenced are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. All investments involve a certain level of risk. You should carefully consider if an investment is suitable for you before making an investment. Please consult your legal, financial, and other professionals to determine what may be appropriate for you.